I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Guys, I don't have anything to say that I didn't really say um, on New Year's Eve about about a game against Carolina where they didn't play hard enough. A uh, nice little third period, cool little rally there. Everyone gets to pad their stats, put up those meaningless points, those Braden Shen points. Good for everybody getting those. Uh, but they're just down way too many goals all the time. Like, when you're constantly digging out of a three-goal hole, oh, man, the Flyers have so many of these comebacks. Why is that? Because they're always losing by a bunch. A couple of times a week, they may score some to make it look close. But even when they have these comebacks, like the two against, uh, like the two they've had against Tampa, they go to overtime and lose right away because as soon as the other team gets over the shock, of, oh, man, these guys actually tried hard for a couple of minutes. They come out and end it. Like, just happened in that game. Uh, the Flyers making their little comeback. One breakdown and the game's over. That's what happens when you don't play hard enough for 40 minutes. When you think you can only play 20, if you make one mistake and it ends up in the back of the net, so much for all that, so much for the dramatic comeback. But, yeah, I don't I don't have much that I didn't say on New Year's Eve or that I didn't say uh, – you know, on, on, on the podcast just last night. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys. It's a you guys show. However long you want to complain about this team, I'm here for it because that's what we do. We feed off of each other. Sometimes you need me. You need the Bill perspective. Sometimes I need you because, God damn, what, what else? What, what can I possibly say about this team? They're bad. Uh, one thing I will say is, phew, avoided that loser point. Um yeah, at the, lose lose out. Don't win another game for the rest of the season, as far as I'm concerned. Get Jack Hughes and um, everyone dances in the streets. Spend some money in the offseason. Make a couple of trades. Move some core pieces because this core doesn't try hard enough. They're not good enough. They don't try hard enough. Uh, move some guys. I said on the show last night, Claude Giroux and 22 new. Um, <laughs> I, maybe don't trade 22 guys, but if you did, I wouldn't be all that upset. As long as uh, Claude Giroux and Carter Hart. Other than them, move everybody. All right, let's just get to you. Let's see what you all have. Um, kudos to you for having uh, the effort to comment about this s-hole, uh, shithole. I'm not going to not curse. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, I mean, this is, hey, man, at the end of the day, it's my job to talk about hockey. There are a lot worse jobs out there, and I know because I've had a bunch of them. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Not good, Sam. <laughs> Hashtag thanks hack. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Let's. I, 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 that's one thing. I, I, I think Hack was a bad coach, and he had to go. This team tuned him out a while ago, and he just did things that would be worse if this was a good team because it's like that little when you're fighting for every point, the division's going to come down to a point or two, or you know, a playoff series is going to come down to a one or two goals and one or two games of a seven-game series. Like he did things that made the process harder. Uh, but overall, this team just isn't good enough. You know, um, that uh, that value in the margins thing, I think Hackstall really struggled with. Um, 
but overall that doesn't matter because this team just isn't good enough either way. Um, <clears throat> that said, yeah, it was it was time. But yeah, I like that we they don't get to blame the coach. They don't get, oh, no, this coach, uh, we didn't like his message. We didn't like his system. This GM took away all of our fun. We couldn't have chicken wings after games. We didn't get to hang out with the alumni in the locker room. You know, all that, we, you don't get to blame that now because, like, you had two good games after the coach got fired, and then we're right back here. Uh, scoreless after one, get down by three in the second, and they barely, yeah, I mean, why can't they score goals? Because they don't have enough guys who are goal scorers. You saw it tonight. They have a couple of top-end guys, and that's it. That's that's all they have. The young guys haven't taken a step forward. Um, and I, and I, I liked Lindblom getting a shot. Give him more shots. That's this. The rest of this season should just be all about giving guys shots. I honestly thought at one point in the second period there were no more lines. It was just Gordon coming up on the fly with combinations he made up in his head to shift before. And honestly, I'm not against it. Who has played well enough to – I mean, you can say Couturier, Giroux, Konechny should be together, and I can't argue that. That's a good trio. Um, but it doesn't matter. So just come up with the lines on the fly. Give every – you know, it's all about who plays best that game. It should, be a, it should just be a straight-up tryout for everyone. Effort will be graded. <laughs> Why is Neuvert still playing? Carter Hart should be the number one. I agree. I think this is – I guess they're just trying to get their money's worth out of Neuvert at this point. You know, he's 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 he doesn't – he hasn't played any games for them considering the money they've paid him. And it's not a ton of money. But it's still like, you know, you expect him to play more than 17 games or whatever the hell it was last year. He hasn't played 30 for him in orange and black. So you might as well just get your money's worth from him because you know it's not going to last long. He'll be back on the shelf soon enough. Uh, or maybe you can try to convince someone in, someone to, to trade for him, which doesn't seem likely at this point, but who the hell knows what they're thinking. I said on the show last night, uh, Carter Hart needs to be up here and he needs to be getting a majority of the starts. He doesn't need to start every night. The dude doesn't need to start 40 games in a row or whatever, but he should be getting a majority of the starts and he should be taking his beatings, learning his lessons now so we can figure this thing out in the offseason, make the necessary adjustments, bring people in, trade people away, whatever the hell you have to do, hit the ground running with a new cast of uh, with a new cast of guys plus some holdovers, you know, uh, next year. That's that's all this has to be about. Uh, the fact that Myers and, and Friedman aren't here yet is asinine. Um, NAK, Vorobiev, let's see if you're third or fourth line players, you know, let's see what you are. If it's not about finding that out, what the hell is it about? Because if it's if if you're gonna tell me, oh no, this season still matters, you sure as shit ain't playing like it. Like you you had it. It's up to you to make the season matter. It clearly doesn't. So let's see what these other kids have because you don't have it. Why do you think we aren't seeing Nolan Patrick take the next step? Well, because he's hurt right now. Hey, Bill, great seeing you guys at the Nashville game a while back. Oh, I wasn't at the Nashville game a couple years ago, but some people were. Oh, no, the, the Nashville game on the 20th. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Can I still blame AMAC? I mean, everything's AMAC's fault, so why not? I was glad we lost. At least the Canes are entertaining to watch. They have some entertaining guys. Um, I just want to get I just want to get Jack Hughes now. This team has brought me to this. I was convinced this was a 100-point team that could challenge for the division and win a playoff round. I didn't think they were going to win the Cup. 
but I thought for sure they could kind of duplicate the um, the overall effort we saw in the second half last year, put up a similar points total, improve it a bit, maybe get some more wins in the first half so you're not depending on loser points in the second half, and, you know, go from there. But uh, that is not to be. I'm all the way from win a second round or win a round is the only acceptable outcome to if they lose out for the rest of the season, I'll be totally happy with that because pff, what's the point? Tank for Hughes, but we'll end up with the number three pick. I liked back in the day when you finished last, you couldn't fall below two. Uh, how they ended up with JVR, even though they only won 22 freaking games that year. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they need whatever it is, whatever pick it is, they need like a top five, top six, top seven pick, just some sort of infusion of talent. But not like they need that, but they also need to go out and buy some stuff this offseason, make some trades, sign some free agents. Whatever path you're looking to take, you need to do all that too because some 18-year-old isn't walking in the door and fixing this thing. Um, you need a lot of pieces. I just want, at this point, the only payoff for this season is a high draft pick. It's like the, the season is completely pointless without it, so we, I, I want that. Um, but it's, it's, it's about more than – like I don't think they're getting Jack Hughes, obviously, like – Teams that finish last all the time don't get that guy. And the Flyers, are they even in last yet? Uh, let's give that a look, I suppose. It's probably not up on NHL.com yet. Let's see. Give me those standings, fam. Just go right to the league because we're talking about draft order. Is this game registered yet? Oh, yeah, last game, January 3, lost 5-3, uh, 35 points. In 40 games, so they're tied in point total with L.A. and Ottawa for second fewest. Uh, but they have a game in hand on both those teams. St. Louis, 34 points in 37 games. That's actually, they might be, so they're probably ahead of St. Louis, or below St. Louis in points percentage, I'm guessing. Elliott probably has more trade value. Yeah. Toronto is desperate for a goalie. They are until someone comes back. I mean, if they want one of these guys, take them. Uh, but I don't see it. Do we send Hart down so the toxicity doesn't get to him? I always say, man, if 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 any of that affects you, you're not good enough anyway. You got to be poised. You got to be mentally strong, and that's his thing. That's what separates him. His poise is what makes him special. If he lets, uh, you know, a bad locker room ruin his entire career, um, he was never going to be any good anyway. So I, I want him up here taking shots from NHL players. I want up, uh, him up here facing NHL competition because that's what he needs to be, a true number one NHL goalie. Not a guy we can get by with. Not, he needs to be – a really good NHL goalie, and the only way, in my eyes at this point, to get him there is to let him take his lumps and learn his lessons now. There is a total lack of chemistry. I just think it's a lack of ability, honestly. Like, the chemi like that's the uh, – yes, they're not feeling each other out there. There's a lot of things that just aren't clicking. They create a chance, and they, they throw it to the wrong side of the, the net. There's little things at play that just aren't clicking. And you're like, oh, it was there. But uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Good players make good plays. Make some good plays.
TK playing with fourth line talent is a waste. If TK wants to play up in the lineup, he needs to produce. I, I, I love Travis Konechny. I want him on the first line with Couturier and Drew right now, especially uh, when they don't really have anyone else to even play that spot. But when uh, I looked it up tonight, in an eight-game span from November, I believe, 17th to December 8th, he had 11 points. So that's more than 51% or more than 50% of his production on the season. He has 21 points in those eight games. He had 11. Um, since then, he's done absolutely nothing. If TK wants to play in the top line, TK can play like a top line player, which means producing. Listen, I love the guy. I want him to be a star. I, I really, really hope he works out. He's one of my favorite players on the team. I enjoy him. Uh, I want to root for him. But I'm not complaining about his ice time when he hasn't done anything to warrant it. Score. It's what you're there to do. Embarrassing. We play outdoor classic two this year. Ah, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Lawton has played every game. He's obviously uh, not as talented, but he's the only other one playing. I won't disagree with that. I think um, <coughs> I think he gives you maximum effort every night. And as like a fourth-line role player, I really, really love him. When you move him up in the lineup, that little bit of uh, – that little extra you need just isn't there. Um, you know, I love him on the fourth line. Absolutely. Scott Lawton can play on my fourth line. He can kill penalties for me. All that stuff any day. Uh, playing up in the lineup, not for it. Season completely pointless like the Flyers in the standings. Uh, if they end up third or fourth, do you think they trade for number one? I really doubt a team's going to move on from number one with Jack Hughes up there with uh, Capo Caco at number two. I don't I, – I would be really surprised if a team uh, were to try to move out of that spot. You're getting a, an 18-year-old supposed star at number one. Um, I don't I don't see anyone moving out of that. Would love it. Would love to see it happen. Don't get me wrong. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, Jesus, moving up to number one in the draft. I would have something to talk about this summer on our freaking podcast. But I, I just don't think the team that gets the first overall pick will be all that interested in moving out of it. Al Morgani is fed up. Haha, <laughs> join the club, Al. I mean, who isn't at this point? Well, why in the world would anyone want to become GM for this team? God, everyone likes a challenge. I mean, why would anyone take the Browns job? Because you always want to be the one that changes it, you know? Um, these guys like a challenge. They're all competitors. I don't doubt that. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that's an issue overall. I can honest, I can say that I think the bigger issue will be finding a name brand coach like I think they want when there are just better opportunities available. You know, there's going to be a bunch of teams looking for coaches. Um, I think unless they start to show that they're on the right track in terms of the moves they make to set up for next year, um, it'll be tougher to attract a coach, you know, because a coach's lifespan is only five years. A good coach only lasts four or five years. And that's, Dave Haxtell was one of the longest tenured coaches in the league at the time he got fired. If you only have so much time, you want to know you're going to be able to hit the ground running. And a, a GM's leash, I think, is usually a little bit longer. 
So I think if you want a name brand coach, you're going to have to uh, at least show your hand a bit before, um, before like the draft or before July 1 or whatever. Man, this team fell off a cliff fast. Um, you know what? Uh, they played some phenomenal hockey from post-losing streak last year, 10-game losing streak, uh, through the end with a few bumps, you know, goaltending-related bumps. But for the most part, I, I think they were top five in the league in, in points percentage after, uh, after the 10-game losing streak ended. But other than that, what have they done in, like, the last three years? And really, four, if you go back to Hackstall's first year, they had a phenomenal second half that year, too, to get them, you know, into the into that spot to lose to Washington in the first round. Like, this is who this team is, which is why, uh, I, again, I think, so, like I said on the, on, the, on the show last night, on BSH Radio last night, um, I, lo- I think some of these guys in our core are good players and will be good elsewhere, but this group just doesn't fit together. It's not going to work because it hasn't worked. I, how much more proof do we need of these guys together only being able to get so far? Um, that's, you know, that's Giroux and 22 new. Limblom will be fine. JVR and Simmons should never be on the same line, let alone Voracek. I say put him on the fourth and take him off the power play. Personally, I'm trying to build Voracek's trade value, but if you watch film on the guy, I think it goes down daily. Limblom, I always thought, would be a nice third liner. I didn't uh, – I think he's going to figure it out and get his complete game going eventually, but I think his ceiling is like really nice third liner who maybe contributes some for you on the power play. Uh, I think JVR is going to score goals when this team is what it's supposed to be or at least when there's some more depth at center. When there's a little bit more depth at center, I think JVR will be fine in terms of goal scoring. Uh, Simmons is limited right now, man. I want to believe for his sake – uh, it's the injury, and he's able to go out this offseason and get paid by some other team. But, yeah, him and him and JVR together on a line is, is – um, there's – who does the hockey? You know, you have two guys, and JVR has got a bit more stick skill. But even then, like, you got Simmons out there recovering from the abdomen surgery or whatever. Uh, it's – you don't have enough guys doing the hockeying if those two are on the same line. This, I think, is the worst Flyers team in my 43-year memory, and the last group uh, was the Lindros pre-Leclerc era. Yeah, why not? Call up Tyrell. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder how much dust is on that player, the game helmet now. Um, This team sucks. What big-name coach is going to want to coach them? It must be as hard as Trump trying to replace his cabinet. Um, You know. Much like him, you can always just bribe somebody. Frost, Rubstav, Aube, Kubel, Myers, Friedman, Sandstrom all up next year. I mean, maybe. Like, Sandstrom hasn't been good in Sweden. So, I, I don't know about that. Aube, Kubel, he's a nice guy, uh, a nice player, he's depth guy. Rubstav got hurt this year. He doesn't have a full year of AHL experience. That doesn't matter to me. We'll find out if it matters to them, but... It's not about – some of those guys I need to see up here, absolutely. First-rounders, uh, you know, guys like Myers who've been in the system and it's now time for them to take the next step. You know, Friedman is an NCAA player. He's older than you think, you know. Time to find out what he is up here. Uh, get, he has no NHL experience. He'll be 24 with no NHL experience, right, when, this, when he comes in the camp. 
Mark Friedman, where you at? Uh, his birthday is Christmas, and he just turned 23. Okay, so he won't be 24 when camp starts, but he'll turn her ten, he'll turn 24 before the turn of the year next year, and he's got no NHL experience yet. Time to get that for him. Time to find out about all these guys. I don't think all of them are uh, – all those guys you just listed are, are difference makers, but I think they could absolutely improve the depth, and if we go out and add some difference makers, then you can really start to fill in the holes and become a good team kind of quickly. Like I keep saying, I am super down on this team and I'm mad at them. And I think they should lose out for the rest of the season. But I also believe that this is fixable. I believe that this is very fixable and in a timely fashion. Um, like I always say, they have the cap space, they have the assets, they have the prospects, they have the picks. Go do it. Go do it. Bill Matz for coach, I would last two games and punch a ref. Oh, my God. It, it, I can't even say, like, it was against the Flyers tonight. There were some shit calls against the Flyers, but overall, officiating's just bad. Like, I, it was just the last game, I think, whenever the, the New Year's Day game um, against Nashville where they it just looked like, oh, they're letting them play out here. I'm like, Who wants to watch hooking and tripping? Like, it's not like they're throwing big hits and going, nah, it's fine, it's entertaining. Like, dudes are just grabbing each other and they were letting it go. And tonight just trips all over the place and calls where no contact was made. I'm not even complaining as a Flyers fan because, honestly, good, let's lose. But it's just bad. Fishing's dreadful. If this team came out and played physical, it wouldn't be as unbearable. I'll agree to some extent. Like, one, it would just be more entertaining, yeah. And two, that's how, like, when I talk about effort, and I don't do it all the time, but I'm doing it more and more now because it's becoming obvious that this team doesn't really give its full effort all the time as a, as a cohesive unit. And that's just a, a, playing physically. It doesn't. You don't have to come out laying big hits. You don't need to fight four times a game. But you do need to be engaged in the battle from the beginning. And they so often are not. Can we vote Voracek in as, as, uh, as last man in the All-Star game and up his trade value? I think he's going to have his whole Twitter contingent of the nine people he doesn't have blocked on the whole platform uh, behind him. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's vote for Voracek. Sure, why not? Um, yeah, whatever. Up his trade value. St. Louis is winning 4-2. We'll be in last place by the end of the night. Woo! Can someone tell me how the hell Voracek is on that all-star list? Is anyone actually watching this clown? Uh, he had a good season last year. He's a name people know. Who else would be on it? I, you know, Sean Couturier maybe, Wayne Simmons, but he's been bad. JVR has been hurt for most of the year. He's just starting to get his legs under him a little and then went through a slump and Scored a goal tonight, so that's nice. Um, I, you know, who else would be on it? Ghost, but he hasn't been good, so yeah, it's whatever. Why would Q want to coach this clusterfuck of a team? Uh, that's I, as currently constituted, he wouldn't. Um, 
whether it's Q or another name brand coach who has his pick of jobs, they're going to need to start doing things now to give them an indication that it's a job worth taking. Bill, do you think Limblom has lost confidence? Uh, he looks like he is always looking to pass, but clearly he can play if he can get some ice time. I don't know about his confidence. Uh, confidence is up and down with young guys. If he lost it, he needs to get it back. Um, he, he is a bit more of a playmaker than I expected in terms of I thought he was going to shoot a lot more than he does just overall. But right now he needs to shoot more. I liked him getting a um, I liked him getting a shot on the top line to start the game. Like I said, give everyone it's, – it's, it's get a shot time now. Like just give guys shots, see what happens. Maybe someone will prove something to you. Um, I, I lost I, – like I said, I don't think – like Limblom – Yes, made some strides while he was a prospect and turned himself into like a high end prospect. But he was a fifth round pick, and I like he's a slower skate. He doesn't have the strongest stride. He's coming out of Sweden. You don't really know what you have in him at that point um, because of the you know he's playing against men. He's up and down, so you're not sure what he really. But I always thought his ceiling was good third liner. He can contribute on you, and that, like when I say good third liner, you need that. Like, it's a piece they very badly need right now. If they had a 3C with Limblom, that would be really cool. If Patrick was what he's supposed to be, and then you had someone over on that right wing and you filled in the holes ahead of them, like, that would be really good. Uh, but it just isn't the case right now. These assholes are going to lose to Craig Berube on Monday, aren't they? Ah, they're due to look good soon. They do that we look good a couple times a month thing every now and then, so maybe they'll be due for that soon. How do we get any worse? I don't think we need to. Like, we're in last place. I, I, I don't think we can. They did score a couple power play goals tonight, which is – uh, I was really hoping the NHL hasn't been tracking power play percentage, or at least they haven't on NHL.com forever, but they only needed to drop like 3% uh, to be the worst power play ever. And I was really, really hoping to see that happen. And yeah, I know my head is missing. I didn't put it up before I hit plug before I hit go live and, I uh, I just didn't turn around to do it after I did it. The officiating was so bad, I can't believe they upheld the goal. Me neither. Because uh, they, they have been making a point on local and national broadcasts to say, hey, I know last year was a mess, but it's not as doom and gloom as it was last year. They're trying as hard as they can not to overturn calls on the ice, but Man, I, I think that's a goal, person. And I've, I have, I know I've said a lot of things about goalie interference here before, and when com people have complained about some Flyers goals not counting, I've gone, look, he contacted him. You're not allowed to do that. But I did think, while Konechny entered the crease on his own, uh, he was boxed into the goalie by the defender, and he he was making an effort to get out. Uh, as he was kind of being, as he was kind of being sandwiched there, and he still got out before the shot left the stick. I thought Morozik still had enough time to recover, um, and and maybe not make the. He probably wouldn't have made the save either way, uh, and that's I think played a part in it too. 
But I think the he had at least a second to recover there. Bring back the Lindros Clark Elio's Pizza commercial. Yeah, I love Elio's, man. Do you think Allison or Lazinski will actually sign here? It's always a concern with certain guys, you know. With um, it's always concerned with the NCAA guys. They stay a couple of years. They look at your prospect pool. Um, I sure hope so. Uh, as of now, I'm not going to say they won't, because honestly, when you look at our forward core, who's really blocking them? Unless they go out and get a couple of guys this season, if I'm them, I'm think I'm thinking a lot more positively about my chances than I would have 12 months ago. If it was the coach, why no effort still? Like, I, I don't think the effort was all on the coach. Uh, I think the coach did a lot of things that made the overall process harder. And honestly, if the team was good enough, would have hurt them more, I believe. Um, but it's on the players. They just – consistency is a skill, and these guys don't have it. Bill, these kids are prospects in the AHL is not the NHL. Bob, this is some this is some analysis here. The NHL is not the AHL. They are, in fact, two separate leagues. They might be awesome in the minor in the NHL. It's a totally different animal. I had no idea. I thought it was the exact same league. Thanks, Bob. They could be a bust in the NHL. No shit. What, what's your point? You, we shouldn't find out because it might not go well. All right, don't get out of bed in the morning is basically what you just said. I've been watching La Violette punch Villileno in the head, and it's the only Flyers-related thing that makes me smile right now. Gudis and Hag, uh, Gudis and Hag have stepped up. They, um, I wonder, like, how much, be- I mean, compared to what those two were doing, like, especially at the end of last season, yeah, absolutely. I wonder how much their solid play is um, just, like, because we're looking at all the rest of the defensemen suck this year. With how they are playing, Bilesma may be our big-name coach. We'll be lucky to get a freaking Stanley Cup winner in here. Okay, Flyers play can't be blamed on coaching at this given moment. He came in midseason, and the players are losing motivation. You can't blame that on Gordon. I don't blame it on Gordon. Um, I don't think Gordon is a particularly great coach, but if Fred Shiro were to walk through that door, I don't think he would get better results out of this crew right now either. Uh, trade half of this team for snacks for gritty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only person I feel bad for, Scott Gordon. He wouldn't get an NHL gig because of this dumpster fire of a team. Eh, you know, everyone everyone comes back around in the NHL. It's the good old boys network. I don't feel too bad for Scott Gordon. He'll be getting paid somewhere.
Does the 2010 season still sting for anyone else? I mean, yeah, sure. When you lose on the worst goal ever scored, it's always going to sting, but I can't, like, I'm too worried about this team to think about that team. Would you have Hughes or Patrick as your hypothetical 2C next year? I mean, Patrick has to – listen, I'm not ready to say Nolan Patrick is a bust because guys, some guys just take longer than others. It's just – that's just the way it goes. Some guys take longer than others. He might end up being a bust. I'm just not ready to say it yet because there's no way to know what he's going to go through, how he's going to train, like what's going to click for him and what's not. That's, that's what happens with the prospects. Some guys take longer than others. Uh, but Jack Hughes would make the team obviously out of camp, I would assume. Uh, Nolan Patrick has to prove he belongs in a top six or a top nine before he gets anything. That's a lot of jobs are going to be, as far as I'm concerned, every job is on the line in training camp with this group. I just want to see G get some glory before he retires, and if he's going to, it most likely will not be with the Flyers. They're going to keep Drew around. I can't imagine a scenario in which he's gone. First of all, he's got three more years on his deal after this one, three or four, and he's going to be an all-time Flyers in terms of numbers. He's going to be here a while. I can't imagine. I very much expect him to sign another contract with the Flyers this year and three more. So his contract expires after 2021-22, and I expect him to sign after that as well. Bill, have you noticed that other teams only seem to respect Giroux on the power play? They seem to aggressively charge out on any other player. Yeah, well, that's because why would you respect anyone else on this power play? They, they're they ineffective. Um, there just needs to be so much more creativity on this freaking thing. Uh, there was a point in the, uh, maybe the first period where they had a nice little cycle going. Guys were moving around, switching spots, and it was not it was a five-on-five. Five, or maybe it was during the four-on-four. Four. I can't remember. Damn. Um, but there was a point where guys were moving around using their feet to create time and space, and they created a couple scoring chances that way. And I just thought, like, how isn't this the idea when you have more players on the ice than the other team? Like, make them move around. That's how you get them out of position. When guys are out of position, that's how you get open shots. It just doesn't make sense to me for everyone to be standing still for pretty much two consecutive minutes. It doesn't make sense. Flyers versus Blues on Monday, Jack Hughes Cup. We are now officially tied for last. St. Louis won. Good stuff. None of our young guys will turn out to be worth anything. There you go, Timothy. That's the spirit. Stop watching, Timothy. Find something else to do. If you know how it's going to end, find something else to do. Like I always say.
Hey, I just got here and I'm so pissed off with this Flyers team. I think it's time to make a trade. I do believe there is like a sense of impending doom with this team just in terms of we talked about it a lot when right when Hackstall got fired, how it was while I don't care at all about Dave Hackstall, like when you know you're getting fired and you're just basically being made a fool of because like the whole media has the story that you're getting fired and the team is like, yeah, we're waiting to see what Q says or whatever was the hold up, you know. Um, like everyone's just kind of sitting there like, all right, when is this thing over with? And I do think, and there are so many other reasons. This isn't like an excuse. I'm just saying it's one thing um, that the front office has a little control of, you know, Um, he, someone's going to get traded and everyone knows it. Like Wayne Simmons is not going to be here. Some other guys are not going to be here. And everyone's just kind of looking around the room like, When's this coming? When's this wait? Like, and that's, but again, not, I'm not saying that's why they're bad. I'm just saying, I think that's why the effort has been so inconsistent. So consistently Uh, is just like guys are a little distracted. Guys are uh, hard to put into words. Uh, And that's my job to, you know, use words. So (laughs) good sentence there, Bill. Um, I like, there is a just a sense of impending doom, like just that guillotine, knowing the guillotine is going to swing. I would love to see a trade, though, by the way. Here's my surprise face that the Flyers lost to Carolina. First, like, 50 minutes of that game were an exact replica of the New Year's Eve game. This team continues to play perimeter hockey, taking low percentage shots from the half boards while the other team controls the center and laughs at them. Yeah, that's another one of my just real pet peeves with this team. Um, You have some decent enough puck handlers back on the blue line. So if you want to go back to them a little bit more often, and not as much as they do, let's let's, not as much as they do. Uh, But if you want to go back to them a little more often because you believe in the overall, you like the puck being on Sanheim stick, you like the puck being on ghost stick, like you like that uh, uh, Provorov had 17 goals last year, even though this year it's shit show, but you have to assume he's going to come out of that at some point. Um, Even if you like the puck on those guys stick. It doesn't have to be a shot every time. It doesn't have to be the most predictable shit in the world. They got it back to Gudis, and Gudis fires away with no traffic in front. Uh, A couple of games ago, I think they got a puck back to Sanheim, and Sanheim did something I haven't seen a Flyers defenseman do in forever, and he just passed it back down into the slot. And what do you know? The guy who's closer to the net in an actual scoring position scored a goal. Like it, just, even if you're gonna use your point men more than the average team, it doesn't have to be a shot every single freaking time you throw it back there. It's asinine. We're all a bunch of sadists. Does someone here have a psychology degree? No. This is this is my therapy. I don't know how often I have to tell you people. This is how I get my feelings out by screaming them at you. For some reason, you like to hear me. Uh, thank you for that. I very much appreciate having a couple hundred people in here after pretty much every game so I can yell at them 
and they don't seem to mind me raising my voice over nonsense like the fucking Philadelphia Flyers. Trades need to happen, but not a desperate win-now trade. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Um, you need to move some pending UFAs, get some value where you can, whatever. And if, like, a good player, if a player who's, you know, like I always say, a player whose name, you know, uh, if a good player is brought in, it better be a guy with some term or some guy you have something worked out with, a pending RFA, so you know you, you have a reasonable chance at keeping him. But a move for this year only? Oh, my God, that will turn me against Chuck Fletcher so fast because this year is over. It is pointless. Scouts in the building. Yep. Imagine the Canes with Skinnery is 28 goals. Yeah, that for a team that, like, struggles uh, to score goals like the Canes do um, and just shooting percentage-wise and – like they have, they give up like some of the fewest. They have one of the fewest, or they've one of the lowest goals against totals in the league, and they're still like before tonight. I think a minus fifteen or something, minus twelve somewhere around there. It's like they don't score, and of course, you know, we give up whatever the, what, five or four. I don't even remember how many goals they gave up tonight, honestly. Why don't you be the fucking GM then, Mr. Know-it-all? I would love the job. Sure. Okay. You know, like, that's not how jobs work. <laughs> like, that isn't how jobs work. Um, you, you have to, like, be called for it. You don't get to just go, I'm the GM now. I'm, like, there's no, I don't think I can stage a hostile takeover of, um, like, a division of Comcast's, uh, you know, business. I, I, I just... I don't think that's how jobs work. Is losing to Morozik close to rock bottom? I was hoping for that shutout, honestly. Uh, I wanted them to feel the embarrassment of losing to a goalie who's being shut out by a goalie who stinks. I was really hoping for that. When will Clark and Holmgren be showed in the door? They are common denominator in this so-called organization that never seems to be mentioned. I mean, they get mentioned all the time. It's always the coaches or the players. Well, they're the ones who, like, affect the game. Uh, I've been a fan for 39 years watching these ass clowns stamp their inputs into everything wrong here. I, you know, I – yeah, those guys, I, I can't – What? they've also built some really good teams that just failed. Like, you can build the best team in the world that doesn't win. You can build the best possible team of the you, you make of, of, of everything available, and you just don't win because that's hockey sometimes. That's not what's going on now. This team stinks. Um, but, I, like, I, they've also built some good teams. They've had some colossal fuck-ups. Don't – not going to stick up for all of Holmgren and Clark's tenures, but, you know, there's some bad luck involved, too. Put Gritty on the power play. Why not? Bill, what is Jake's trade value? Would a package centered on a first-round pick and mid-tier prospect be acceptable? I want NHL players, man. I'm done with prospects and picks. Like, we have enough of them. 
I got enough of that shit. I want, I want NHL players. I want a package of Vor of Voracek and whatever to land me an NHL player who improves this team. Uh, someone as good or better than him who just plays a different role because his. I just want someone who's capable of putting up his points totals who scores a ton of goals. You know, so, like just a different fit. A good player, but a different fit. I'm done with futures. We have all the futures in the goddamn world. They can possibly lose every game this month looking at the schedule. Sure. I mean, you know, this team's capable of anything. All things are possible with Gritty. They miss the net a lot. They are not good shooters. I mean, Spiza never really turned out to be much of anything. Seidenberg had a nice little career, but I agree with you on uh, Justin Williams, Patrick Sharp. Those, those are the reasons, like, everyone who wants to give up on the young guys, call them busts at 20 years old, like, all right, man, but you realize the whole repeat history thing is real, you know? I feel like a Black Mirror character watching this team. I hope someone gets that reference. Is this Flyers team the most predictable team you've ever seen, whether it's five-on-five, five, power play, penalty kill? It feels like uh, game in and game out. We do the same thing over and over. Yeah, I mean, fall behind, get bad goaltending, take, uh, try hard the final couple, final couple minutes, really, sometime in the third period, like, they are at five on five. You know they're going to play all perimeter at, uh, on on the penalty kill. They've actually become a little bit better, but still, like that's going to fall apart soon because they're not good at it. They're just not like they were historically bad, and now it's just evening it out a little, and they'll probably slump again at some point. Um, power play is the most uh, predictable. Isn't always bad on the power. Like that's you know what. You know what Washington's trying to do on the power play, you know? Uh, I think it's asinine how teams defend it. Um, there, there's – I don't care what would happen. I'm playing four – if I'm on a penalty kill against Washington, I'm playing four on three, I'm taking my best defenseman, and I'm standing him directly in front of Ovechkin the whole time. That's it. I'm not I'm, – you're not going to do the one thing I know you're trying to do to me. Uh, you know, but again, predictable. It's it's it it works for him. It's still uh, for some reason coaches don't do it a lot, and it, it predictable isn't bad for Washington, um, because they have a system that makes sense. Like yes, Giroux's going to have the puck on the half boards, but there needs to be other wrinkles. Like other guys need to be able to do things too, so that a great power play distributor in Giroux, like that's one of his serious strengths. That's one of the things he's best at, being a power play distributor. Like, if you just had a couple of guys doing a little bit more, you would have a very good power play. But as it turns out, you have no one doing nothing, so you have a terrible power play. Like I said, they're like three percentage points out of worst ever. Maybe it's up a little because they scored two tonight, so four. Like, they're, it's so ugly because everyone's standing fucking still. I still have hope that somehow we'll turn it up for the stadium series. I hope that's the only game they win for the rest of the season, honestly. Win the stadium series game, lose the rest. 
two and a half weeks to the bye. Uh, do they try to put a new system in then? I wonder. I maybe I, this goes beyond system. Like, sure, why not? But it's about more than that. And don't guys like have a CBA? The All Star break is like CBA mandated. No, no practicing or whatever. I don't know. I don't know that to be a fact. I just assume it's like um, it's like the uh, it's like the holidays when guys can't even travel with the team if you know certain dates or whatever. Hurricanes may struggle with goals, but I think they're headed in a better and brighter future than us. They need better goaltending. They need some things, but they made a culture-changing trade um, this summer, and it seems to have worked. It's one of those trades that maybe worked out for both teams. Uh, Calgary a little more right now, but I think Calgary was just better to begin with. Um, they lose Jeff Skinner. That's a that's a bummer. But um, I, I, Carolina has been like the sexy pick for years, and they're still not all that good. Um, yeah. I, eh. Better and brighter as of right now, yeah, maybe, but how much better? You know, like what has Carolina really done lately to make you think that they're going to take another step? Is Rod Brendamore a coach? Because I keep hearing from like all these different outlets, I don't think Rod, Rod Brendamore even wanted to be a coach. Like, okay, okay. The way this organization is run, you could probably declare yourself the GM and they'd believe you. Uh, you know what? It's worth a try. Next time I'm down at the building, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm just going to go into Chucky's office and say, listen, I'll start out as your AGM. I'll be the assistant. But in two weeks, if we don't have Tyler Sagan, it's over for you, pal. I'm the captain now. I want the stadium game to turn into an old school Flyers pen shit show. At least that would be entertaining. Um, I would like it just because the league would be so embarrassed. <laughs> that would be great. Fucking they pan to Gary Bettman sitting in the stands and he's like buried. Oh man, that would be fun. Uh, Bill match challenges Chuck Fletcher to a death match. Winner gets the Flyers GM job. I got no problems with Chucky two trades yet. Just going to have some problems if he doesn't do some shit soon. That's all. Uh, I'd see Charlie as the GM before I see Bill as GM. Well, that doesn't take much imagination. Charlie's like a poised, normal person. Like, you know, guys like him get professional jobs. Imagine me as the GM, though. That would be fucking hilarious. Put me as team president? Yeah, that wouldn't go well. That five-hole goal in Noivy had me screaming. Noivy is hot and cold and less than average goaltender, and that goal was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, he's just not very good. He's just a, you know, he's a guy who owns pads. It's like the Flyers goalie situation right now is a 20-year-old prospect everyone hoping is the savior and your buddy from men's league that you call um, because the goalie is too drunk to play and uh, your buddy owns the pads. Like that's 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 the Flyers goalie situation right now. Hey, you got a, you got a waffle, right? All right, come on down. Still holding out hope for Sagan. Me too, Heather. Me too. Uh, 
Uh, Bobrovsky, I wonder. It's, I. They're not. Columbus isn't trading Bobrovsky anytime soon because they think they can make a run this year. Uh, if you're going to sign him in free agency, hi, man, he's he's not as young as you think. Um, might cost a ton, might be a ton of term, and I don't want to do to Carter Hart what Paul Holmgren and Ed Snyder did to Sergei Bobrovsky when they went and got freaking Briz. Like, I don't want to repeat history. I want to make better decisions. I don't want to go out, oh, no, the Hextall didn't work. We need to just buy everything. That's not what I'm saying. I just think there needs to be an infusion of some really good players with the depth, uh, with the depth young guys that, um, you know, are in the system right now. It looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Steven, it's never the right week, my man. You know, it's never the right week. What sucks more, the DC movies of this hockey team? I have I don't think I've seen – The Dark Knight Rises is the last DC comic book movie I've seen, so I'm not the best judge of that. You can't dump the puck if you're not going to chase. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's one of those things. Like, uh, this team has some guys that's like Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, Sean Couturier, even Jordan Wheel. Like guys, some of the defensemen, uh, Ghost and um, and Sandheim. Like they create controlled entries. It's what they're good at. And we still just dump and chase too much. And this team isn't fast enough. Like, first, like, forget being physical enough. Forget the determination, all that shit. I don't think this team is fast enough to go retrieve a puck before a defenseman can get to it and make a pass. That's all. Like, how many guys on this team would you say are fast? How many guys on this team would you say are fast? Um, Voracek at one point was a fast skater, but... It's not like he turns on the burners all that often. Konechny has good speed. You know, he's he's quick. Um, he can pull away. Like how many other guys are fast? Drew controls the pace of play, and he can, just by his skill set, get in and get a puck because he tends to be able to do a lot of what he wants to do with pucks a lot of the time, you know? Um all right. Other than them, like Michael Roffles, one of your best four checkers. He can skate, but I wouldn't say he's like you know, he's not flying out there. Going to need to be Chucky five trades. As long as Rod's wife made him shave during the playoffs, he won't work in Philly. Well, something like that. Bill, time to confess, are you gritty? I wish I was gritty. At least you would get things done. It's like when I worked with my old man. We'd all be sitting around drinking coffee. My old man would come up to the table and go, All right, boys, time to do something even if it's wrong. And... That would be uh, that would be my motto if I ran the team. Let's do something, even if it's wrong. Even though from this tape, even though from this chair, I'm saying that's not what I want to do. That's what I would do if I ran the team because I get hot, man. I get hot. 
Like uh, I, I love, I don't, I want to see Claude Drew finish his career here. I want all of that. I want him to be right there with Bobby and every freaking stat. I love G. Um, I can't say if I was like running things and like, that is a hilarious thing to even think about. It's so off the wall and not going to happen. Uh, but I can't say I wouldn't walk into the locker room one game, game and rip the fucking sea off a sweater and eat it in front of them. Like, you know, uh, you better be willing to trade that. Eat his, eat his, eat the sea off of his sweater. Eat his sea. That's a good one. Huh? Um, Jesus. Uh, I got to get under control here, guys. Uh, and go, well, you willing to wave that no, mo that no move clause now, huh? Like that's how I would go about it. And that's probably looks like Farabee and Cates are playing pretty well in the world juniors. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. And I love some of these guys that Hextall drafted some of these prospects and all this stuff need to see them. Like I need a payoff at some point. Like Travis Sandheim was a first round pick in 2014 and we're just now starting to see him like, ah, come on, man. Need more. AMAC is a Cowboys fan. So here we go with this. At least AMAC didn't play. That's something. Oh, you know, we can't even blame the game on him then. AMAC is a Pens fan. He is like BFFs with Sidney Crosby. So Andrew McDonald plays for the Pens in his spare time. No, that's Jack Johnson. Uh, I realize it might be it might be confusing when you see him out there and you're thinking, is that Andrew McDonald? But it is in fact Jack Johnson. Urson looked great from the games I watched. Yeah, the uh, Samuel Urson, that goalie from Jesus, I can't. Christ, I don't have time to go to Elite Prospects right now and look up Samuel Urson. But also, what am I doing? You know, do I not? I guess I do. Sweden. That's where the kid's from. Should have guessed with the two S's. I guess. Uh, yeah. What do you do in the uh, international junior? Where are we here? Yeah, he looked okay. Yeah, he looked okay. Oh no, the W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked good there. Um, yeah, but he again, Samuel Urson was drafted this year. Um, well, yeah, he's nineteen. You know, it's gonna be some time before we see him. I'm guessing. Thank you for the kind words, Heather. Uh, Bill has chosen his comic book movies correctly. I mean, I try to see most of the Marvel movies, uh, but I haven't seen Infinity War, and I haven't seen um, Ragnarok. I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet, so... Ursan looks good as well as Frost. That's always nice to see prospects doing well. It certainly is. It's better than seeing them do poorly, but I'm getting impatient with it, man. Like, I can only watch so many World Juniors uh, tournaments in a row and go, oh, yeah, here's five guys who's, who are all Flyers prospects and still not seeing any of them. Realistically, what three guys would you want to bring in here? Um, good question. 
let's see. I mean, I guess I'm going to go with Carter Hart and net and just say he's my goalie. So I'm not going to bring in a goalie uh, unless it's like a backup or something. If they don't want to go with Stoli or whatever, um, bring in a veteran backup, but I'm not going to count that. So my wish list is like Panarin and Stone. And then um, like they so badly need a center. Uh uh, that trade, man, I, I re- if the Stars are just trying to, like, light a fire under their best players and, like, get the whole locker room united against management and play that whole game, like that Dallas Green, they're all united against me kind of thing, um, I guess. But, like, man, you're looking at looking at Tyler Sagan down there thinking we could steal him. We could steal him. They need a center so badly. Uh, I love Mark Stone a lot. I really like him. Panarin, just because I think we need an infusion of talent. Um, I love Eric Carlson so much, but I just want dynamic forwards right now, you know? Uh, I love, I freaking love Eric Carlson, but uh, I, I, I just need some dynamic freaking forwards. <laughs> they just dump, like, take a shit for 60 minutes. Uh Scroll down. We're running out of time here. Do you think Hack is sitting at home laughing like a maniac right now? I don't think Dave Hackstall has ever laughed, so I doubt it. Is tonight Wrestle Kingdom? It is. It's on. It starts at 3. I think I have the overnight. Oh, that's time to plug that. I'm on the overnight shift with Big Daddy Graham uh, tonight, tomorrow morning, whatever the hell you want to call it, 2 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. So listen to me there. I'll be hanging out. Uh, hey, you know, it's WIP, and you have a chance to talk hockey with somebody. So if you're up, you're going to work, you're just going to bed, whatever kind of weird-ass schedule you have, if it mirrors mine uh, somewhere, call in and let's talk some flyers, because why the hell not? You know, you're not going to get another chance. Stone staying put, dude. All right. Or he doesn't. Did he sign an extension yet? My God, we need a pure sniper. Carlson is going to come at a price, a hefty price at that. Yes, great players cost a lot of money. That's why, like, that's why you open up all the cap space that they did to go and get someone good. If I wanted a mediocre player, I'd stick with what they have. Bill, are you excited for AEW uh, with All Elite Wrestling? When it's on, I'll watch it. Uh, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be like every other indie. Um, I like that labor is controlling the means of production. I'll tell you that. I'm for that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy that some guys are just taking it upon themselves to go. We don't need, uh, you know, we don't need a promoter. Let's just do that too. Um, but you know, it'll be an indie. All right, guys, I hate to end it on a wrestling take here, but uh, Bill Clement for coach. There we go. I get to say something hockey before we end. Um, Good night from Toronto, Bill. Good night, Robert. Uh, Yeah, all right, everybody. So thanks for hanging out. Uh, Thanks for being with me uh, through all this. Of course, if you didn't hear last night, I have some friends who are just going through some Awful, awful stuff. If you've been seeing the news at all, the car accident that claimed the lives of some members of the South Philly String Band, um, 
three people, there are four people in the car that died, or three, there are four people in the car, three of them passed away, one was a friend of mine, uh, and his wife is in critical condition as well, and I have a uh, GoFundMe pinned to my Twitter account, it's at Philadelphia one for those of you that don't know, if, uh, if you can donate, that would mean the world to my friends and I and their family, uh, it would be absolutely awesome if you can't. A retweet is free. Just share it. Get it out there. I'm really trying to help some some really good people who had just a terrible tragedy happen to them. So if you can help out in any way with that, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, beyond that, uh, that's it, guys. This is the this is the freaking hockey team we're left with. Lose for Hughes, baby. You don't need the tank when you just stink. And uh, hey, I, I guess that's I guess that's where we are right now. So thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever your podcasts are found. Just search Broad Street Hockey. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Hi, this is Jim, and this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers needs: player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly.